Blog Talk Radio. And they live on the net, net. so you don't need a stereo. Tune in every Monday night from 10 to 1. Call them and give a shout out, tell them where you from. And the buzz crazy, oh wait, I'm talking tons. All these other spaces whack, it's no comparison. We need to change the dial because they got it on. Keep the headbangers flowing, Niagara Falls. Fire 60 speed back, she keep it round. All we do is just grind. That's the reason we shine. And all up in our line. Waiting long enough is our time. Finally at the top as we climb. And they play your trap, but if they say it's swag, then you officially just been smacked. Smack. It is a label. 
It is Purple Gang Mafia, the family, the music group, point blank period. And what we did with that is more of not just artists or we're not just doing this music, we're making this business. And as far as that's concerned, it's trying to make sure everybody can come together. We're not just separate, oh, you're going to do this or you're going to do that. It's everybody coming together to make sure they run goals. So that's where this comes in. And I've known them for, I've known the owner for about a couple years. Me and him as kids been in the studio for a couple years. And he knew me from from my other situation, the rough dog back then, way back before the 1990s. So he already had a good staff with me. We kicked it for a couple times. And then by the time I did my uh, network concert, volume two at the Glass House on May 27th last year is when I actually got signed to them. Okay. So you was the first one to get signed under that? The first one, no. I was the fourth. It was a couple other people above me that was that was under it. Okay. All right. So that's cool. That's what's up. Um, and you currently are in Michigan right now. Oh yeah, the one and only home of the Wolverines. This is my state, my my home. Wouldn't be wouldn't be nowhere but this stadium. That's just up. Okay, yeah. So I was looking at some of your videos and stuff, and finally got like I I did see the picture a while ago, but you look super super young. Are you like eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I was like, Dad, how old is he? He looks like he's young as hell. Uh-uh, Are you in your twenties? Twenty one. Yep, I'm 21. You only 21? Uh-huh. God, yeah, I figured you looked super young, and you went, you went to school. You just, like, were you in college or something? Nope. Actually, I graduated high school. November 8th. Oh, so that was high school. I'm thinking it was college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, are you going to college? Um, unfortunately, no. Had a whole lot of bad what? houses at school. Yeah, that's where that comes yeah. from. <laughs> All right. So I, I was looking too, you know, being nosy and stuff. Um, <laughs> I know you don't talk about your personal life too much, but um, I don't know if this is true or not. But you are married or no? No, I'm not. You're not married. No, actually, I never was. Okay. Why are you so far away? Talk about that, but no, I never was. Okay, all right. I was like, it looks like he's married on there, you know. I don't know if that was your mom. Was that your mom playing a prank on you with the cake? That, yep, that was my mom. Okay. I, I can't stand that to this day. <laughs> what y'all do? Y'all do that all the time or whatever? You play pranks on her? No, originally that was supposed to be just her and my stepdad, but that year on Christmas she decided she decided to prank me with that, and the prank was that I would get a whole chocolate cake to myself, and nobody else would touch the cake. It would just be me and I. And of course, if you see it on the video, I would say I would eat the, I would eat the whole damn cake. 
So I take the knife and try my best to, like, cut this thing, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't this bitch cut? And I'm scared to <laughs> it out. And she got a cake cover covered in, like, <laughs> covered in chocolate frosting. Wait, it was a cake cover, like to cover the whole cake? Uh-huh, and she covered oh. it in chocolate frosting. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm saying you're trying to cut into it. I was like, what is that? Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. So it wasn't really a cake underneath it? No. It was nothing underneath <laughs> it except for a cake cover. <laughs> it was nothing at all. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, my God, I was I, so mad that day, I swear. It did look like a real cake, though. I ain't going to front. I was like, wait a minute, that mug do look kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> I was been mad, too. All right, so um, I was listening to one of your, I think it was, was it, I don't think it was Drummer. What is it, Drumline? One of them songs. And you said, I don't think it was that one. Don't don't quote me on that one. You said, um, they say I sound like Royce. So people compare Mad me off. to Roy? Mask off, yeah. Uh, actually, a couple people did that sound like, a couple people saying that I sound like uh, like Roy a little bit. Like, me and him, not related, but like me and him, if we both would be on a the track, they wouldn't compare, like, who, they wouldn't know, like, who was who, if it was me or if it was Roy. Okay. If you say you had to compare yourself to anybody, even though I know a lot of rappers don't like to compare themselves to people, but if you had to compare yourself to somebody, who do you think, like, lyrically you would be, like, close to or similar to? I would compare myself lyrically, actually, to be honest with you, I kind of understand when I say that, to Royce, because I would say some off-the-wall type stuff to, like, uh, get people out their chairs. Like, recently, if you listen to the mask off, to the whole thing, I said, um, I said something about hip hop. And, like, when I say I got this range, I ain't talking to Rome. Like, you get it locked. Like, I would say something like that to where people would be thinking, damn, he's talking about the range over. No, I'm talking about this long range. <laughs> Right. Okay. So who do you like female-wise? Because I know everybody always says something about the guys, but I know a guy ain't going to ever compare himself to a female. But who do you, who do you like no, female-wise? Who do I like female-wise? Um, let's see. Trina Zell. Trina's up there. Trina, uh, huh? Uh-huh. Wait, do you like her you for mean? lyrical reasons or for because she's cute? Well, she got she got some stuff. <laughs> she wouldn't be she wouldn't be the baddest chick for nothing, okay? Uh, oh, that's okay. Trina, then then uh, Remy Ma. All right. Remy Ma, Remy Ma, she uh she's like one of the she's like heavy in the in a lyrical contest, so so that I. Say her too, and then uh, you seen my recent post, Miss Hustle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was glad enough. You wasn't on the show, and I had her on. I had her on like years ago. Yeah, 
And she was breaking down like how she get ready for the battles and all that stuff. Like it was really really dope. And you know, so it was a, it's somewhere on one of the blogs on Air Out Radio if you if you Google it. But um, yeah, she came on. This is right oh. after she had one battle. Mhm. So oh, that's uh, crazy how you how you like her and she's way in New York. So I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I would never think that you would even pay her any attention at all with female rappers. No, I, I got a whole whole category of hip hop. Period. It don't matter if you're male or female. So I could still I could still say I rock with this person, and you could be a female. No matter. Right. Just sure. Y'all know my slogan. So if you really coming with it, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to it. Right. Do you do you think that Michigan has a different style than? You know, um, the people in New York and ATL. Like, what would you oh, say? Yeah, Michigan? Really, really Michigan as a whole. Michigan. As, uh, Michigan as a, as a whole has a very different sound compared to everybody else. It's just the problem with that is everybody, when you say Michigan, the first thing that pops up in people's mind is Detroit. And you're gonna see a whole lot of Detroit Detroit people who are hip hop artists. But the only problem with that is where I'm trying to get everybody out of that is where when you say Detroit artists, everybody's gonna be like, yeah, he's not, they sound the same, they all sound the same. But the only ones that really sound different are Royce, Trick Trick, the whole people from the rock bottom, shout out Blackface, uh, Calico. Eminem, I could go for Dave, Big Sean, Dave, Castor, they all sound different, but most of the people that they think of sound the same. And that's kind of, right. coming from me, that's kind of irritating. Um, you know, I heard um, stories about that dude Calico. Um, they were saying he was a snitch. Some dude in Philly, he got like real bad blow with him, that he got him locked up and shit. <laughs> so he looking for that nigga. That I, I ever see you. I you ever heard about that? Didn't hear about. No, I didn't actually. To be honest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like he's actually called a show. Um, like before he kind of got, you know, somewhat noticed. <laughs> he used to call a show a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people blow no. up and you know they forget about us. <laughs> Look at be. you. That's how I from be. Aired out, yeah. You got people from Aired Out getting blown up. That's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean they do their own thing, you know. But you know, they, he definitely used to call the show and stuff. So I remember him all the time. Like he used to be on it real heavy, and then he, I don't know, he started doing whatever, whatever. You know, as as you should, as you should. You know. True. Okay, so. Um, let's get into the situation with your name because I know you currently changed your name a while back. And uh, what was the situation with that? Like, why did you feel the need now? For those who don't know, I used to go by the name of uh, Swag Jackson back then. Now, 
the only thing with that is that uh, I've gone gone with that name for about a couple years, and excuse me, I've gone with that name for about a couple years. Actually, it, it was given to me as a nickname in uh, 2009. Around high school, people was giving people nicknames, and they just felt something about me and decided to call me that, and then they stuck for about a couple of years. And then recently, I just was like, you know what? I'm done with that name. It really doesn't have any meaning anymore. So I decided to stick with, my, stick with a large actor. For one, it's part of my name, and for two, when you hear that, people got people get fear in their hearts. So I stuck with that. And they put fear in their hearts? Hell yeah. <laughs> Why first do you say thing, that? Like the, fir- the first thing you hear when you when you hear somebody named Law Jackson, oh, damn, he went with the police. Nah, nigga, it's just me. I don't fuck with the police for many different reasons. But at the same time, I will put fear in your heart. <laughs> Oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, the whole law part. Mm-hmm. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. Are you not going to change it again? Are you? <laughs> That's all. I want no. To know. No. This is perfect. He said no. That's good. That's good. Because you know, it took a while for me to get used to just that name alone. Yeah. I so. Yeah. <laughs> What's the process of that? Like, do you have to go back and change everything, like, when you start changing your name? Because I never changed my name. My name is always inspired. So, like, what's the process of, like, you changing your name and going back to all your music and then, um, you know, on BDS and all that? Like, what what do you do? How long did it take? Well, uh, it actually didn't take long because I already had all the files saved. So I just changed it from there. And luckily enough, I wasn't dropping my mixtape too early in the process, so I had enough time to change a lot, change a couple of things for that to happen. And then after that, it just went from there. And then after I, was <laughs> ironic enough, after I dropped, uh, decided to throw it out there that I changed my name, I got my first local um, radio interview shot to out to uh, Hot 93. They decided to interview me all the way in Deerport and here in uh, Henry Ford College. And uh, after that, everything just went up since. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, well, mm-hmm. speaking of, you know, being on the radio and playing your songs, we're going to get into one of your tracks. I'm going to let you do the feeds, the honors, and letting us know which one you want to play first. And we on, and I want you to break it down for me and explain to to me the situation on on the track. So whichever one you okay. choose, that's the one we go to. Okay. Uh, this one right here is a um, a long classic. A very, a matter of fact, a very first a uh, Aerodyne Radio debut, and a whole lot of people have been rocking with this. This is the main reason why my mixtape has been doing so many numbers back then. Uh, this one is called Grind to Win, featuring the homegirl Alicia Renee. And uh, right here, it, the meaning of the song is basically telling you whatever you want to be in life, whether it's a movie director or an, a, a physical instructor, whatever, 
You can still do it. You just got to put heart into it. It's grind to win. Hold on, hold on, shorty. Hold on, shorty. <laughs> so we're going to get into Ryan to Win. This is, this is actually one of my favorite songs, by the way. So I just want to let everybody know yeah. it before we talk into it. See? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it our classic? I don't know if the girl, what's her name, Alicia? Yep, Alicia Renee. Yeah, Alicia Renee, you know, she did her thing on there. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, one more time, I'm gonna let you introduce that joint. Shout out to her, you know, on the track. Oh yeah, shout out to Alicia Renee. That's a home girl. That's family. And um, sometimes we will do a song together once again. But this right here is "Grind to Win" featuring Alicia Renee. Make sure you check it out. Get it. Music, music, TV, TV, 
Fire. We still live with the one and only Law Jackson, straight out of Michigan. You know. fans. <laughs> Purple Gang Squad. Well, I ain't going to say squad, but mafia, but you know. <laughs> All right, so that was nice to win. You family? <laughs> I know, that's right. So, yeah, so like I said earlier, that was one of my favorite songs. When he heard it, when he played that, I was like, yo, that's a hit. Straight up and shout. You know what I mean? That's definitely uh, radio-worthy on SM. So, you know, shout-out to you with that one. Okay. All right, so um, I know you came on the show a couple times, and you wanted to touch the situation, and I I didn't have a lot of time to talk to you about it because we'd be on air it out, and it'd be so much stuff going on, and you only get a certain amount of time to talk. However... This is a whole hour of nothing but Laura Jackson, so we got the time to really go in collaboration on it. Um, you had a situation with ninety one ninety entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'll let you actually, break that down and, and let everybody know what happened and why you ain't dealing with them no more and are you gonna deal with them again or what's the situation cool, with that? Cool. Um, to be honest with you. I might deal with them again, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe later on. But uh, mm-hmm. right now, that's going to be a no. And the reason why is because I've been with them for since 2013, and I was 18 at the time. And that was my 18th birthday that I got signed to them. Um, the reason why it's a no-go now is is a whole lot of stuff was going on Unfortunately, business and personal wise, every artist that we used to have on the on the team actually quit and left because they had problems with him. But then when I when I got promoted to be the president, that means I could run it the way I wanted to, and he didn't have anything to do with that. I tried to bring everybody back. But they still felt that um, that he still had something to do with it, and they was like, "Nah, but uh, keep doing you, and make sure you're doing everything right." I can't do nothing right if I have no artists to represent. So 
that's where that came in. I was like, you know what, forget it. And I just decided to let either decided to leave. So it was basically because everybody else had a problem or I mean, did they do something to you though? Like they really someone sound like they really did anything to you. Right. It's, everybody else has a problem with with, uh, with him. I did too, but I decided to leave it alone. But then at the same time I was thinking back and I just decided to leave and it was too much drama at the end of the at the end of the day it was just too much drama. I still got respect for him, no no question. But if I decide to go back, that's just gonna be an if, I don't know. Maybe later on, maybe not. Just gonna stick right there. But why but why wanna go back if if it wasn't right? Like if that's the case you could have stayed and try to work it out. Exactly. Maybe you maybe you can get his stuff together uh, mentally and we can try to work work stuff out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said maybe I could go back. Right. Okay. Well what's wrong with just being with you know, Purple Game Mafia, like, what's wrong with just focusing on that and just keeping it the way it is? Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm still sticking with them. That's, that's, that's family. That's no question. I'm sticking with them to the end. Because I already know that this is where everything is going to happen. We got a whole bunch. We got a, we got a family full of artists that's actually about their business and going to make sure that shit gets done right. So that's, that's no question. Right. And that's the main thing. That's all you need is, like, you know, people pushing you and everybody all all on the same team and all that stuff. So, you know. Okay, so I know you're a dope artist or whatever. What do you, what, what, in your opinion, what do, you, what do you think makes a dope artist? His dedication. Or, in this that's case, their dedication. Whether it's a female or a male. It's, it's dedication. you got to have yeah. dedication. you got to perfect your craft. You got to make sure that people can would actually want to listen to it or compare you to the bullshit that's on the mainstream right now. That's not going to happen. And with me, and I'm going to make sure that people understand that when I say, because I have a specific slogan that everybody, that most people understand, it's called real music over everything, RMOE. And that basically means that if I can't rock with, with what you putting down, or if I don't understand it, or if it's just a bunch of you just talking in my ear, then I'm not fucking with it, period. Right. Okay. All right. That's, that's a good breakdown. You know, especially dedication and all that other stuff. Yeah. Definitely all those things. All right. So mm-hmm. what do you think about the, the, the state of hip-hop right now, right? What do you think that you you see that is going right now? Do you think it's going to stay more of the down south, or do you think it's going to change? Uh, right now, I see that it's got some work to do. I can say that there are still people that that represent the same thing that uh-huh. I do, and for that, I'm actually grateful and um I can see that there's people that that think that just music is a is a fucking joke. That's where I have a main problem. But as far as it's going, right now it doesn't really focus on where the music is coming from. 
whether, whether it's down south or Midwest, like back back then you would say, oh, I'm thinking it's going Midwest or I'm thinking it's going going up going up New York and stuff like that. It's just a whole lot of things are happening where people just think it's a joke, and that's that's the main problem in the music business. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you feel like okay? So you have the game mafia. Do you have the ability yeah. to sign? I think you have. You, so you're able to sign people and bring people on and all that stuff too. Uh, not on this. No, I can bring them. No. To, I what I can do for this one, and I kind of, I can kind of understand where you're going with this. What I do is for, <laughs> yep. I'm uh, not the VP. No, I'm not. But I can bring them to to the big man himself, and then they can have a conversation, and he can listen to a couple of song, couple of their songs, and if he feels that they're worthy enough to be brought to the family, then that's between him and the artist. But other than that, that's all I can do. So if if you had to like pick people that you would feel would make a good fit for a family, right? If you could mm-hmm. pick like three people right now, whether they're signed or not signed, um, in the industry, who would you pick to be on the squad right now on Purple Game Master? Uh, well, you know what? To be honest, I've looked I've uh, looked at a couple people. Um, mm-hmm. It's a guy that I know from back then. He He's still going in on it. Uh, Mike Philly. We, as in the whole Purple Game Mafia family, have, have been close to him since <laughs> since before the family ever ever been brought up to the table. And and uh, he's been doing good and had a whole lot of radio spins, a whole lot of interviews, made sure that people know his name so we got a good enough fan base. He could be brought to the front. Uh Dave East, he's got a good, he's got a oh, yeah. good, oh, yeah, he's got a good fan base, and he actually sticks with his craft, so that, I can say, he could be brought to the family, too. Miss Hustle, as I, as I mentioned, she could be brought in. It's it's a whole lot of people I'm thinking of. It's, uh, and, then, and another one, uh, I would say, if he was still, he, uh, not, uh, I would say it's one that we're close with now, Chase Billiano. Mm-hmm. He he's been doing his thing in in the Detroit scene, and uh, I've actually planning planning on doing a song with him, and uh, we trying to trying to see where that goes. But as far as bringing him to the family, oh, he's more than welcome. He knows that, so that's another person. Right. Okay. All right. So we gonna chime right in and get to another track. Um, you got another one lined up that you want to get into and break that down for me? Yep. This one right here is uh is down boss bitch, and this is strictly for the ladies to uh to see oh, the if ladies. there's any. Oh yeah, this is for the ladies. We basically want to know if there's if there's actually a rider right there. That, it's going to help with the bills. It's going to help to make sure everything is good, to put food on the table, 
make sure we all trying to get that bag and help stack it up instead of just spending it. Now, do you feel like the ladies get offended when you call them a boss bitch? Because you're saying ladies, but then you're calling them a boss bitch. So. No, no. I say boss bitch doesn't mean that you boss, that you a boss, and you're about your business. Now, if I just call you a regular, then I would understand if you just got offended. But no, when I say you're a boss bitch or you're a bad bitch, then that means you about your business. You about you uh, about bringing money to the table. About making sure there's food in the plate. You're about making sure that you got clothes in the factory. Trying to make sure you got a good enough good enough amount of money to to make sure you got shit to take care of. That's what I mean by that. Okay. All right, cool. You know some ladies they get offended by just the word period. Oh, yeah. Like they don't care. You put boss in it, <laughs> sweet sweet bitch in it, like they don't care. But um all right, so we're gonna jump into that and I'm gonna let you go ahead and run it down for them. Oh yeah, right here is Down Boss Bitch brought to you by the Purple Gang Mafia family, Diallo D, Nate B, and Lord Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I go by the name Lord Jackson. And right here, brought to you by P-G-M. We got your boy, Nate B. You wanna talk to the lady? Go ahead and talk to him, cut. Maybe if you want honey, then you a keeper. If you slide with me, cause you keep a secret. Then be fine, maybe, but is you loyal? Cause if you not, then I'm gonna have to hold you. I admit you high, baby, but I am on loyal. All my niggas keep our toes planted in the soil. We might put you on some money, but we ain't gon' get it for you Baby, bosses in my circle, getting money is important My time is money, if you waste it, I can't afford you Gotta be a boss too, because we won't employ you Unless you bought the work, then we ain't gon' force you Drama, baby, I ain't got no time for that Moving at the pace where the grind is at Grab your bitches, tell them rock with some young bosses We be running to the money, stamina don't get exhausted I need a down boss, bitch I need a down boss I need a down boss I need a down boss, bitch Yeah, I need a down boss I need a down boss I need a down boss, bitch Yeah, I need a down boss I need a down boss I need a down boss, bitch yeah, I need a down boy. I need a down boy. I need a down boy. Girl, I see you out here stunting. Other hoes up to nothing, and you can't be why they frontin'. Good head on your shoulders, future views a private show for seeing you from a distance, but I want to come closer. Got a great friend, girl, I see you on a poster. If your nigga trippin', tell that boy to keep it kosher. Beat the team, scorchin', if it's fire, then I'm fortunate. If you ain't workin', then baby, there's no portion. Don't care if you gorgeous. Callin' them heels, and you sexy with your shortness. Body got me focused, and you wetter than the ocean. We be drinkin', we be smokin', and you know that shit be potent. Uh, extra chill than the frozen If I had you in my bed, I bet you gon' be folded Grab your bitches, have them come rock with some bosses We be running to the money, stamina don't get it I need a down boss, bitch I need a down boss, I need a down boss I need a down boss, bitch Yeah, I need a down boss, I need a down boss I need a down boss, bitch Yeah, I need a down boss I 
We are still live with the one and only Law Jackson from Purple You Kingdom. know. You know. <laughs> you have me saying that. Um, so, yeah, for those that do not know, you know, that was Down Boss Bitch. So, make sure y'all go check that out. Where can they find that at? On SoundCloud and all that? Oh, yeah, SoundCloud. Is, uh, actually, we have not dropped it yet, but we decided to do a promo for it. And uh, it will be on SoundCloud, the official, pur- the official Purple Gang Mafia uh, SoundCloud page. As soon as that gets dropped, then I will be sharing the link, and y'all will find that. Trust me. Okay. All right. So um, you do have a caller, so um, I just want to jump into them, and uh, we're going to get back into uh you know, a little bit more of my questions. But anyway, I'm going to introduce my caller right now. Um, 4121, Aaron on radio. Who's this? Yo, this is Ray Bands. What's going on, Lord Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yay, yay. I like that down boss bitch. That's hard, bro. It's uh, definitely hard. Right. I like the content. I like the way you switched it up, you know, the meaning of bitch. I like that. I like oh, how yeah. you spun that up, man. Definitely a hard track, brother. So, I, I, before I, you know, I get uh, took off the phone so the host can ask more questions. <laughs> I gotta ask a question because you, you know can, it's DTMR all day, right? Oh yeah, that's no question. DTM, Death to Mumble Rap, baby, all day, real music yeah. over everything. So, oh, yeah. with that being said, what do you think of uh, the the music today? What, what do you think the, the What do you think about the music today, Law? To be honest, man, I feel like it, it's just, I see some people that, that's trying to bring the flavor back like I am, and and, and to be honest with you, I'm, I'm thankful for that, like, the whole STL movement, I feel, I feel it completely. Oh, no doubt, and, no doubt. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I feel y'all completely, that's no question, and, uh, and to be honest, man, it's more... We need more people that support the real music, and a whole lot of people just been just doing mumble rap, and that's that's unacceptable mm. to me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, kind of kind of killing the game, you ask me, you know. Oh yeah, that we trying to bring the game back. We trying to let them just kill it. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. Nelly was feeling the, the the track, bro. It's hot. I love it. I can't oh, wait till it drops so I can go get that. <laughs> you gotta hear grind the wind. Oh, Did you hear grind the wind yet? Oh, I got grind the wind in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, another one, another one down with it. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ray Bands, definitely appreciate you calling up. Oh, for sure. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Still live with the one and only Law Jackson, you know, straight out of Michigan, Purple Gang you know. Mafia, you know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> All right. So what do you think in, in the game, in the hip-hop game right now, like when they say um, if you mix R&B with pop or, you know, um, hip-hop with pop or anything that is, is mixed in with, with hip-hop is not considered hip-hop, what do you, what's your answer to that? Because that's true. If it's if it's a mix, you're doing a transition. That's not that's not for hip hop. Okay. Unless you're just doing like one one track. If you mixing it all together, then no, that's not hip hop. I only did one track on my tape, Into the Kingdom Two, to where it's R and B, and that was just straight up sound. That's, that's not like me doing full singing all together. No. But if a couple of people want me to sing on that stuff, that's not that's not me saying okay, I transition from hip hop to R and B. No, I'm still for hip hop, but I can still sing to the ladies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So going back to your situation with ninety one ninety, right? So. If they had, let me ask you this: If they had beef with the other artists that left, right? Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel like some people inherit some beef? Like, say, if um, if you got a beef with ninety one, if no, if ninety one got a beef with somebody else, ninety one ninety got beef with somebody else, and you jump on board, and you, whatever their beef is, do you feel like you inherit whatever they got going on, or do people look at you separately? They look at me separately separately because I wouldn't have nothing to do with that. Okay. Because, you know, you take the situation with, like, Suge and Tupac and all that, you know what I mean? Even though a lot of times Tupac would, like, put himself in the situation. Yeah, he would put himself in the mix. Yeah, he would, he would. (laughs) But do you think that the way that hip-hop is right now, do you think they kind of take that? You know, look at people individually, or they just okay. Say like um, uh, the record label with um, you know, Little Wayne and all them Cash Money, and when Nicki and uh, when Drake and Drake was going at it with other people, or whatever the case is, even like Meek Mill for that matter. Do you think that you know it was like all right, well I'm gonna come at all y'all because everybody inherits the beef, or is it? Do you think that it usually just stays with that person right now? In the state of hip hop. Now, unless the people want to want to get into that, it should just mm-hmm. be between the two artists beefing, like the whole Meek and uh, and Drake situation. It just stayed between them two. Wayne never dissed them. Nicki never dissed them. Nobody in the whole Young Money ever dissed Meek Mill at the in between that. It was just between them two. Now, back then, if you were talking 50 Cent and John Rule, then it was labeled against lace. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, because I say that to say this, you know, because I know you're controversial and stuff. You have the whole track called um, Fuck the Police. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
And um, have you been getting, like, backlash from that? Like, have been people coming at you? Have, like, anything, uh, like, with the police been saying? Like, have you been getting any kind of threats or anything like that going on? Well, actually, what we were looking for was a response from the police so we could so we could have a discussion about that to see if anything was going to change. But, unfortunately, we never got no responses from them, not the mayors that we did the song. But we had had a couple backlashes, nothing like that major to where we figured, like, okay, let's drop the song. No, it's uh, just a couple people didn't understand what the whole message was. They were thinking, okay, this is another Trump the police song, just like from NWA. But this song specifically saying, like, this is ridiculous. Why are you killing all these innocent people knowing that they're innocent? And just because you got a badge don't mean that you can that you can just misuse your power. Yeah, I understand that you're a cop, but that don't mean you get to get the privilege to shoot up every innocent black black male on the streets. Like the Mike Brown situation, like the Trayvon Murphy, like uh old dude, Austin Sterling. When I seen that video, I swear to God, that almost made me throw up for the fact that you're supposed to honor our oath, that you're supposed to protect and serve the community that you're in and that you're supposed to protect. But all I see are you actually offending and taking away innocent men from their families. That's something I can't rock with. So that's the main reason why we did fuck the police. And I still bump this to this day. Because <laughs> it's got a whole lot of meaning to it. Right. Okay. Do you feel like sometimes um, that, you know, as far as like, you know, sometimes that the situations can be avoided, you know, because sometimes us black people, we tend to get flipping with them out, like, you know, fuck y'all, da 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 you know, and go back and forth with the cops and then initiate it, or do you think it doesn't matter, it, it, you know, us black people never do anything wrong, and that's just the bottom line, and regardless, they shouldn't put our hands, you know, they should never put their hands on us, but, you know, you feel like sometimes they get out of pocket, we get out of pocket, and initiate some of the problems. Sometimes I do feel like we do get out of pocket, like, you know, with damn well you were supposed to do that, and that's the reason why you got caught. But at the same time, if I did do something wrong and I admitted it, that still don't mean for you to pin me down to the ground. Like, I got a weapon in my pocket, and I'm about to reach it. Like, the dude that was in, like, if you watch the video, we took... Um, a clip of where the, the woman that recorded this on Facebook, her husband got shot in the car with the kid in the back seat. When the cop was like, mm-hmm. I told him not to reach for it, I told him not to reach for it, but yet again, you told him to reach for it a while. How you going to tell me not to reach for it, but you asked me for my life? Right. Yeah, that's true. It seems like we're going backwards, right? As far as like exactly. back in the day, and yeah, it does. It does. Do you have any advice for the black people besides fuck the police? 
I mean, like, as far as they do have any, like, advice for them is, you know, what to do in situations like that. My advice is just to just, just stay calm. If you can, get out the goddamn way. If you can. If not, just stay calm, stay cool, and don't try to make them, try to give them a reason to pin you down. Don't, don't do that. Just just try your best to just let it be, just get it out of the way. And if they do, try to do something totally out the fucking book. Just let it be, and then you can probably file something later. But other than that, um, I don't know, because knowing the police right. now, they probably they probably do something anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, now they got the cameras and everything. So hopefully that'll work and that'll stop a lot of stuff. Um, do you think that all cops are bad? No, I don't. Okay. And that's a good thing that not all, not all cops are bad. There are cops okay. like if I don't know if you remember this, but there was one that um, actually that actually defended the cops, the good cops, and kind of said something. About the bad cop, she put a Facebook video up and uh, was saying that I'm a woman of the law. I am a police officer, and I actually am appalled and disgraced that how dare you, how dare you decide right. to take that oath, knowing that you have to serve and protect, but you decide to take someone's life. How dare you? Okay. And that woman, I to this day, still respect that woman because she said what was on her mind, did not care about the consequences and had something to say about this situation and was offended mm-hmm. enough to say something about the situation. Unfortunately, right. she got offended from the police force for it, but she still did not take nothing back, didn't hold nothing back, right. and I respect her deeply for it. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you broke that down because when people say fuck the police, I think, you you know, that kind of puts it in your head like, oh, you think all, you know, cops are bad. And that's good that you still feel like, you know, there are some cops. I know there's good cops out there because I've witnessed some myself. Um, and I've actually dated some cops. <laughs> Don't judge me. But, um, you know, <laughs> so I know. But I've also been in the yeah, that's right. Shoot, you you never know. You know what I mean. So, um, <laughs> but they, I, I, there was some that was totally bad too, like just bad, bad to the core. So I've witnessed both sides of it. But um, all right. So we're gonna jump into another track. We're trying to get at least like two more in here. I'm gonna let you um, let me know which one you wanna jump into. Okay. Uh, this one right here is it's basically like a real one that everybody can feel. And I know everybody's been going down for this. Uh, this this one called this one is called No Good, and the and the background for this is like it's a whole lot of people that's uh, you that you did around. It's called No Good. Oh no good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one is basically like you've been around a couple of people, but some of those people ended up ended up doing you wrong. Uh, ended up being snakes. It's like the like the best saying goes. Half the people that shake your hand don't even like you. Right. 
That's basically, <laughs> that's that's basically what this song represents here. It's no good. No good. Air it out radio. There it is. You know? Yes, we're about to jump up out of here. You know what I'm saying? We got Laurel Jackson still here. Um, let us know what you got coming up and any shows, events, anything that you want to let us know that we didn't cover tonight. Okay. Uh, you know, it's one and only, and actually I'm planning on and discussing with the owner of the uh, radio station to be on that radio station as well, called Also Radio in Michigan. That way I can get another uh, another local radio play within the year. And right now I'm uh, coming out with a new appetizer. Rest in peace to Death and Mother Rabbit. It's uh, 
just like great band said, that's the slogan that we live by, real music over everything. And uh, it's just it's like my last rest in peace was. It was a whole bunch of industry beats that I could take um, and just put my own mix into it. Just like just like Mask Off. That one got a thousand in four days. That one had a thousand in four days. The uh the damn wrong that I did addressing Lil Yachty, that one got twenty K in in about three weeks. So that that's those two will be on the tape as well. And I'm just just putting a whole lot of old school flavor back back into the hip hop game, making sure people realize that real music is back. No question. We will never take a rest again. This will always be what you guys will be hearing and what you guys want to hear. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to you and mad success and whatever you got going on in future projects. And um, I know you are a, a big fan of Air Radio, so I know I'll see you Mondays to come. So oh, yeah. <laughs> um, give them a Give on your Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all that good stuff. Yep, I sure will. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, my business email. Y'all can catch that on the website, lawjackson.reverbnation.com. It'll be on there. Just That way I don't have to say it all, and y'all don't have to write it down. It's lawjackson, L-A-W, Jackson, and Michael Jackson. .com, and uh, everything will be on there. My email, if you want to do business, I do features with everybody. You'll get a good enough price. My uh, social media, just make sure you follow me to stay updated to what I do. And that's all I got. And I will be dropping the tape soon this year. Okay. All right, so um, Law Jackson, Air It Out Radio, and uh, you've officially been stacked. Pow. This is a PGM takeover.